Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. This is the first day show on 93 WIBC. I'm Terry Stacy along with Kyle and Tally. We're playing Halloween games already. <laughs> Good morning and happy Halloween. It is spooky season. She scared me to death. I tried three times before it and could not get a single thing out of her. So I hid under her desk. Yeah, hid under the desk. Terrified me. I had boiling hot tea in my hand. <laughs> I think Parker's in on it. Oh, I was roped in, and I gave the worst scare. Yeah, not that very you could good at all. <laughs> if you want to see my scare of Terry and her reaction, yeah. go to our Facebook page. First day with Terry Stacy. It is so funny. <laughs> I thought how I'm going to get jumped. her back. I so I hid outside of the door, and I waited until the very last second to come in. And I said, "Did I scare you? No, not yeah. at all. That's the only way we I knew how to scare it. her was to maybe not show up." <laughs> and then I scared myself because I thought I got to show up. Uh, how are you, Parker? Oh, I'm doing very fantastic. It's, it's almost Halloween. I'm I so know. excited. I know. I love Halloween. I do. I do. I do. Do you don't? Do you still dress up and go somewhere? Occasionally, if I'm hanging out with friends yeah. and we have a party, then yes. Otherwise, no. Uh, what's the ideal costume this year for you if oh. you were picking one? I was going to dress up with my friend as Powerline from the Goofy movie <laughs> years ago. I've not heard people say, you know what, I think I'm going to be Powerline. It's ever <laughs> in my whole life. And I, I, I've never heard that. And especially as a couple, too. Just both yeah, of you We were both going to be Powerline. We couldn't so decide who. That is really funny. Kylan, are you dressing I'm up, up right now? You yes. are? Yeah. You're wearing I'm in my Halloween costume. A black turtleneck. Her belly is showing. She's got a belt and then really tight, cute, olive colored pants. Perfect for fall. Big black platform boots. <laughs> You're so, this is somebody. Yeah. It's insulting that you don't recognize this costume. <laughs> Not even from just the outfit? It's. I'm Terry. very disappointed. Are you, are you some sort of um, superhero that I don't know about? Well, I mean, I think she's a superhero, kind of like a she's ninja, a like what I did. Yeah, she jumps around, fights Seriously? some villains. More yeah, of a spy. you're. Yeah, spy's a, a good word. Mm-hmm. This does not. Would you count this as a costume? Absolutely. Yes. yes. I, this I, is I, a good college costume where you oh. don't have to spend a lot of money. I didn't spend a single dollar on this costume. I and mean, you think everybody would know who you were? <laughs> <laughs> well, someone yesterday, she was pretty off of her. Seat, but she said I was Angelina Jolie, which I understand that. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> okay, okay. Does this help just a little all bit right, more? Probably not. Let's go. 
No. What? That's <laughs> just like, no. Does anybody get it? Yeah. Burger. Does anybody get it? If you do, listen, and you do, you can Please visually understand her, what she's doing. Black you obviously shirt, are in the pool pants. group, and it would be 317-239-9393. If you know just from the sound, and that she's wearing a black turtleneck. What's the sitch? Where? <laughs> Call me, beat me, if you want to reach me. Is Are those more clothes? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm watching main the masked slogans. singer. I don't know. Well, call me. Beat me at 239-9393. If you if you know just from the sound, you knew it Im- immediately. You knew immediately. I didn't I didn't need the little beat. What gave it away? Well, <laughs> I I grew up watching early 2000s. Oh my gosh, we have cartoons. a caller. You think somebody will know? I can't I'm Welcome to first day. Hi. If you know just from the sound. Yeah. Immediately. You know immediately. I did, I did. Hello. 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 Oh, there you are. Hi. Welcome to WIBC's first day show. Who's this? Cassidy Sexton. Cassidy, good morning to you. Do you know just from the sound? Do you know the costume? Well, is it Kim Possible? Is it Kim Possible? Yay! <laughs> Somebody got it. Yay! You're in the cool group. That is amazing. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Who is Kim Possible? Oh, my God. Terry, Terry, Terry. Kim Possible is from a well, a TV show on Disney Channel. Oh, I I don't know. Yeah, I don't pay for that. I don't pay for that. I'm so glad that she called. Are you dressing up as anything for Halloween? No, my kids are. The kids are. Oh, what are they? What are they dressing up as? One's a unicorn and one's a witch. Oh. Which is still the number one costume, and from forever, witches just you can be a bits because you can be all kinds of different witches. Mm-hmm. You can be a cute witch, an ugly witch, an angry witch, a mean witch, a, a sexy wicked witch, witch, wicked witch, good witch. Uh, I love it. Listen, thanks for calling. Yay, Happy Halloween! You. You're awesome. I wish I had something to give to you, but I'm sure glad you're listening this morning. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> I'm so happy she got it. That gives Impossible. me so much help. Now you just wow. need somebody to dress up as Ron Stoppable. <gasps> See, Bring a naked mole right. rat here. Yep. Have some nachos. Oh, Terry, you get don't. The, get the whole setup. <laughs> I'm so out of whatever the Possible family is all about. <laughs> I have no idea, but I love their names. Parker, uh, we were okay. talking about some potential for rain because we were looking at the clouds this morning mm-hmm. from the sunrise. Also... If you didn't see the sunrise, Gorgeous. I also have that posted on Facebook. Beautiful. Oh, I can never take good pictures. Uh, you do, Kylan, of uh, the beautiful colors. They just don't come through for me like they do when you're just looking. Um, just beautiful sunrise this morning. But uh, but those kind of sunrises usually mean rain. Yeah, they, yeah, they unfortunately do. I, listen, I love rain more me than too. anybody we else need it. in the world. But it's the day before Halloween, oh. and I feel really bad for all the Why? little kids. I mean, they, little kids want to go out and go trick or treat. It'll be okay tomorrow. And if it's raining, it's just it's gonna. Rain it'll. I know. I know. But it'll be. But it won't be. I think I heard tomorrow's maybe sixty four, and and maybe some showers here and there lingering from today. But it should be. I'm gonna count on it being oh, okay. Good. Listen, you guys, you've got to toughen up. You need to. If you really want candy, you you. Guys, you in front of me, you people, you got to toughen up and get out there, even with your little crop top on, and get out there. (laughs) (laughs) I've done it through snow and sleet and hail and rain and heat. You can do this if you really want the candy. Come on, those cavities are worth it.
was so once one day them. one day oh i'll tell you in a little bit about uh, a way that a friend of mine it's called switch witch Excuse me? What she brings into her household with her little kids after the kids go out and trick or treat. And then Switch Witch comes in the middle of the night. And I'll tell oh. you about how she, how the solution to all the candy eating is going on. Happy Candy Corn Day, by the way. Oh. Uh, all right. Thanks for joining us this morning. 1013. Can 93. we leave with Parker leaving a Halloween joke to get us started oh, off? With does our- he have one? Oh, yeah. Uh, who is in charge of candy corn? Oh, it, on Candy Corn Day? Who is in charge of candy corn? I don't know. It's the colonel. <laughs> okay, get out. <laughs> 10, 13, 93 WIBC. Do you know what's in a ghost nose? A ghost nose? Oh, boogers! 93 WIBC. It is Terry Stacy. Well, a couple of weeks ago, a new app was launched here in Indianapolis. It's called Nestor, and it's designed to make sure that home buyers avoid the number one regret. And here to explain is the founder of Nestor, Brendan Keneally, is here. Hey, Brendan, how are you? I am doing fantastic. How are you? We're doing just fine. I'm so glad to get a few minutes with you here. The number one regret among homeowners, what is it? It's the unexpected cost of repairs and maintenance. And I think anyone who owns a house, you know, that's not a surprise to them. They've probably experienced some of that. And what we know is that many of those things don't have to be unexpected, that we can kind of predict many of those things, but that the average, you know, even some very sophisticated home buyers, homeowners are often caught a bit off guard by those things. And so what we do is we can help the home buyer, you know, make sure that they're ready and that they, that they know what they're getting into. Yeah, you know, I tell you what, I've done it four times and we're, we're starting to look around again. You know, you just get so taken away with the beauty of the home that you sometimes forget, wait a minute, hold on, we've done this before. We know that this isn't the only cost going to be involved, especially when we're looking at older homes. Tell us what Nestor can do for home buyers. Yeah, sure. So what we do is when a home buyer is, you know, is in the process, they're looking for a house, they get serious about a house that they want to buy. They would sign up for Nestor, and what we would do is we would provide them with a report on that house specifically. Now, it takes a little bit of work on on the buyer's part because we need a little bit of information. What we do is we download some information that's available publicly into our site, and then we walk the buyer through a whole bunch of questions about the house. Most of those questions they can answer either from the listing itself or a, a seller disclosure if there is one, and then otherwise just walking through the house, particularly if they have a real estate agent who's somewhat knowledgeable. And what we do is we kind of hold their hand. It's very, it's very user-friendly. We're, we're not asking anything to overwhelm them. It's questions like, okay, what type of a roof does it have? And, and we show them pictures and just click on the one that, this, that it looks like. And, you know, how many windows does the house have? And they can pretty easily count. You can actually do most of it from your computer at home. You don't even have to be at the house because in most cases, you can just look at the pictures yeah. uh, that are in the listing and answer a lot of the questions. After we walk them through that process, then we produce a report for them in- instantaneously. They get a report that gives them a 15-year timeline of what we project when all the major systems will need to get replaced. So roof, windows, HVAC, major plumbing and electric appliances. And we plot those out on a 15-year timeline and say, okay, over the next 15 years, this is what you should expect. And then based on that, this is how much you need to save in addition to your mortgage to cover all of those costs. It's very useful. We give them some negotiating tips, things that, that, that they should be thinking about. 
And then we also give them a list of questions. So let's say when they were going through, we call it the wizard, when we were asking them all those questions about the house, let's say they didn't know uh, how old the roof was, for example. We would list a question. That's a pretty important question. So we list that at the top. And it says, you know what, before you put an offering on this house, here are the list of things that you might want to follow up and just ask. Ask your realtor and they can ask the the seller. Um, It's things that they can follow up on. So it it kind of arms them with some things that they, they may not be thinking about but that they know are important, but maybe they weren't quite, you know, sure how to how to approach it. Again, we, we kind of consider ourselves their advocate, helping just walk them through that process. Yeah. What about outside too? If there's some pools and decks and things like that. Yeah. So we do. We cover um, pool um, decks, porches, the exterior of the house itself, patio. So those are the mostly the exterior uh, things that that we cover. I will say it it is a. It's a web app, so it's not an app that you download from the, like, for example, from the the, um, the Apple Store. It's you can just go right to it's Nestor app, and it's it's just right there. You can do it on your phone or, you know, on any tablet or whatever. So it's it's made for all those, but you don't have to download it. Is is the only um, thing. Oh, and the other thing that I you know I didn't mention, but that it's helpful is we can also compare two homes side by side. So let's say a buyer is looking at two houses, and I, I don't know, one is I don't know, 325 and one is 350, for example. And maybe that house that's 350 feels like a bit of a stretch for the for that home buyer. Well, what we can show is side by side, not just what their mortgage for those two houses is going to be, because obviously the mortgage for a house that's more money is going to be a little bit more. But what we can show is what's the all-in cost for those. And what they may realize is that maybe that house that's 350 it's actually going to be less money, particularly in the short term, because if that house that's at, that's lower price, that let's mm-hmm. say three twenty-five, mm-hmm. if it needs a new roof, if it needs, you know, if its HVAC system is coming ready to be replaced in the next few years, it's going to very quickly become more money than that house that's three fifty. And those things might not be as obvious to a home buyer when they're walking through. Like you said before, you you know, they might see the the new kitchen or the granite oh, countertop, yeah. but these <laughs> things are are just as expensive, and in some cases more expensive, but they're just not top of mind for for most people. Right. Is this primarily just for home buyers? Yeah. So our our customers are the home buyers. But what a home seller can do, particularly thinking about how this market is likely to change, you know, everyone is predicting it'll be a it'll be a buyer's market in 2023. The seller can proactively go through and answer all of those questions. And it's free for them to, to provide all of those questions so that when a buyer goes to, to download the report, they have all that information right from the seller. The other thing that we have coming, hopefully by the end of this year, is a version of this for the homeowner. Uh-huh. Because we got so much feedback from homeowners that said, look, I'm not buying a house, but I would love a timeline of what's coming and and a little bit of help on the budgeting side to know what I should be budgeting because I don't want to be caught off guard. And obviously it's, it's not helping me make a decision whether to buy or not, but it's just helping me. It gives me some peace of mind that I can know what's coming down the line and I can be ready for it. And so that's coming um, by the end of the year. This is Brendan Keneally and he's the founder of Nestor, which is brand new here to our area. So everybody's going to wonder how much is this going to cost me? Um, It's $87. And for that, a buyer would get up to eight houses that they can get a report for. So we, we built it so that 
a person or family going through a search process, they might look at a handful of houses seriously. And that's when, where we come in. It's not every house you set foot in. It's every house that you're going to get serious, you might actually make an offer. We wanted to cover them through their whole search process. So they get up to eight reports for that $87. The other thing that's important, you know, we made a decision early on that we were going to charge rather than, let's say, sell advertising and make it free. The problem with going that route is then we're compromised. And it's really important to us that we are independent. We're not trying to sell a customer a new roof or mm-hmm. new windows. And, and so that's why we're, we're charging rather than selling their information to roofing companies and window companies and all that yeah. in order to make to make money. Yeah. What we're doing is saying, no, it's, we're independent. You're our customer and we're your advocate in this process. So we're just going to give you independent information for you to make the best decision for you and your family. Go to nestor.app online and there are also some kind of explainer videos that you can see on YouTube. Brendan, the best ideas come from an inventor or creators that actually experience and can't find what they need. Where did the inspiration for Nestor come from for you? It's an interesting story. So I was having dinner with one of my best friends. He had bought a house. The house was about 10 years old. He was, you know, normal stuff. We were just, he was lamenting a number of things, all these things that were going wrong with the house. He's a smart guy, sophisticated guy, and I kind of love this stuff. My background was actually, I was running schools. I helped to start a couple schools and ran schools, and we did a lot of construction projects and a lot of, I had to manage a lot of facilities. And so we budget for all of these things. You know, when we put on a new roof on the school, we know that we have to put another, we'll have to put a new roof on in 20 years, and we need to save money to, so we're ready. And I was like, you know, I wonder, you know, here he is, he's a smart, sophisticated buyer, and he was totally caught off guard by all of these things. And I said, gosh, we, we, we plan for this stuff at school. It's not unknowable information. Why don't people just do this for their houses? And so I started tinkering around and looking. It was like somebody must be doing this. And I couldn't find it anywhere. And so I started to put it together. And that, that's kind of how it was how it was born. Yeah, came from necessity. It's, it's just interesting how people come up with these fantastic ideas. And uh, I'm good for you. Thank you. Well, well, thank, Terry, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's been, it's been really great talking with you. You too. And again, Nestor.app, N-E-S-T-E-R. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you. And thank you, Terry. I, with Halloween, it comes November, and the Indiana Conference for Women is returning to Indianapolis November 1st, which is this Tuesday. So we're going to talk to a breakout leader, McKenna Swayze, next about her breakout session and then the Indiana Conference for Women in general. We'll be right back on the first day on 93 WIBC. My friend, which doctor, he taught me what to do. I know that you'll be mine when I say this to you, oh baby. Why do witches wear name tags to tell which which is which? Now try saying that three times fast. Welcome to First Day on 93 WIBC. It's a good one. It's a chipmunks, by the way. With a hit from olden years. Who you just heard from is Tracy Spates, our weekend overnight producer. He loves corny dad jokes just like the one you heard. And he has some on every episode of his podcast. It's the Papa T mashup show. So if you enjoyed that, you'll hear a little bit more of his corny dad jokes throughout the hour. Or else you can check out his podcast. This next week on Tuesday, November 1st, the Indiana Conference for Women is coming back to Indianapolis at the JW Marriott. And there's going to be a Title IX panel, some keynote speakers, Susan David, PhD, and Carla A. Harris. And then... 
then there's also going to be breakout sessions. One of the breakout leaders is McKenna Swayze. Her session is how to win friends and manage remotely. McKenna, thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely delighted to be with you. Have you been a part of the Indiana Conference for Women before? I have not. (gasps) Yay! Oh, I'm so happy to get the first one. Exactly. I'm really excited. Will this also be your first time in Indy? It will. Oh my gosh, so many firsts. Oh, that's so exciting. Exactly. Where are you originally from? I am from uh, the San Francisco Bay Area. Okay, so a little bit of a journey over to Indianapolis, but I'm happy that you're making it. You have a book by the same title, How to Win Friends and Manage Remotely. Can you describe what you'll be talking about in your breakout session? Absolutely. So my book is really based on this idea of digital empathy. So using the skills we have to connect with people in person and translating that to uh, in the virtual space, whether that's Zoom or Slack or Microsoft Teams or even text messages. And in the workplace, particularly, I think this is even more true for hybrid workplaces. How do you make sure everyone is getting their point across, creating the right context so their messages land and just enjoying work more? Yeah, and it's a very helpful thing right now because we all don't really know what's going on still. What was your origin story like? What led you to writing this book and being in the position that you are? Yeah, so I have been working on global teams uh, for most of my career and based out of London. So both being managed and managing teams remotely and had kind of been thinking about all of this. And, you know, that's I won't date myself here, but certainly well before the pandemic Um, and had been thinking of these ideas and always wanting to write a book. And then the pandemic hit and I was like, wow, all these notes I've been taking about like what makes a good, I mean, we weren't using any, like Slack didn't exist at the beginning of this, but you know, what makes a good uh, email? What makes a good video conference? What do you do if some people aren't in the room for the video conference and some are, you know, I've been thinking about all that just in the course of my role. So the pandemic gave me a really good excuse to write it all down and think, okay, maybe other people want to benefit from this. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy that you are doing it. What did you always want to be when you were growing up? That's a really interesting question. Um, I probably wanted to work at like a magazine. I probably wanted to work at Vogue. Okay. All right. What do you do now outside of being a public speaker and being an author? So currently my, my day job is I'm a marketing consultant and I work with um, uh, startups and uh, brands in the Web3 space, actually. Okay. So marketing and then Vogue. I mean... Honestly, this marketing stuff and then helping with the startups, it's pretty impactful. Exactly. That's for sure. Exactly. <laughs> and, we, you know, we didn't know it was going to happen to media. So it's been yeah. it's been exciting for everyone working media. Mm-hmm. Being in radio myself, I was completely there with you. I'm like, oh, it's kind of yeah. up in the air right now, but still happy to be here. Can you give us any spoilers of anything specific you'll be talking about in your session that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. So I hope that people can walk away with like concrete examples and then frameworks to get there with their teams of how to like create an etiquette for your team about like how quickly should you respond to a Slack or what should we be using team email for or, you know, a way to really tell your colleague that you don't like the way that they write uh, tasks for you because it feels a little passive aggressive. You know, what are some ways to just make those written particular communications? Uh, feel a little smoother and feel a little more human to human. What would you say is one of the biggest mistakes that you do see people make in their virtual workplace? I think it's thinking that it's just, you know, all the same, just virtual. 
uh, you know, we had a, maybe a hundred years to create office culture and, and there was a lot of like ways to understand what other people were doing and what behaviors were expected. And now we have a lot less clues of what behaviors are sort of expected um, in the culture of a virtual office. So, you know, to be thoughtful about that, I think, is something a lot of companies and, and teams have missed out on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And moving forward, do you think there's anything specific that you're hoping to see the industries move towards with this compilation between the virtual workplace and still being sometimes in person? Yes. And I think the, the in-person is the the best way to get team bonding going. And so whether that's you do a day a week whether it's you do every day or whether you do it, you know, once a quarter, whatever works, um, that sort of context building and, and psychological safety you can gain from being in person really helps you ride the tide of working virtually and not having as many cues to understand or to be empathetic or even sympathetic to what your colleague might be going through on the other side. Mm-hmm. And then that'll help out with the winning friends part that you mentioned in your title and being able to kind of help with that chemistry in the workplace. Do you have a number one tip for everyday people with trying to win friends, even if it's virtually? Let me think about that. Yeah, I think the number one thing is that you, when it's virtual, you should lead with yourself and you probably have to be more open, uh, more aware that you need to share, give other people inroads to find out about you and to find out about the context of your day and what's happened to you going into any meeting. Uh, because they aren't getting any clues from your, your physical behavior, the coffee that they can see that you spilled down your shirt. You know, <laughs> there's just a lot less information to go on. So you have to share more. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to share about your breakout session or else just your book in general? Yeah, I hope. I really hope that it's extremely useful. I think this is a topic that we all deal with or many people deal with in, in many different ways. Um, And I want to make it just easy on people to implement things that are fun and active for their team at work. And if they're a leader, to make change in their organization. And if they're not a leader, find ways to just bring these ideas in and make it a little better on just their day-to-day interactions with their colleagues. Mm -hmm. Yeah, McKenna Swayze, the breakout leader that is going to be at the Indiana Conference for Women this Tuesday, November 1st. McKenna, is there any social media or any ways that we can have our listeners follow up with you or just keep in touch with what you're doing with your career? Absolutely. So either uh, McKennaSwayze.com. Actually, that's probably the best way um, because then you can subscribe to my newsletter uh, or my book is available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble and it's How to Win Friends and and Manage Remotely. What's your newsletter about that we can subscribe to? Uh, it, well, you know, uh, sometimes it's humorous, like nine, uh, nine co-workers you see on Zoom, because we've all been on a Zoom <laughs> yep. with very funny things. Um, so sometimes I like to add a little humor, but even with the humor, it's about, well, let's be aware that pe- what people see in the background is actually saying a lot about what they might think of you. Um, and then sometimes it's, it's more specific or something that's happened in my daily life that revealed gee, that's not a place I realized I was being so um, offhand in my comments and actually the other person on the other end might have taken them the wrong way. Um, you know, so there's so many experiences like that where I hope to like just, you know, spur your ideas and say, oh, gee, I might want to do it differently um, when I'm faced with that sort of digital communication opportunity. What a helpful little thing that you don't really think about. You just kind of go into it and hope for the best. <laughs> so that's really exactly. helpful. We just write those emails. <laughs> yeah. And especially thinking of the other person's interpretation of what you said, and even mm-hmm. for texts, 
texting is such a hard thing sometimes because you can never really get the meaning across. And so I think it's really mm-hmm. helpful for all sorts of platforms. It is absolutely. You just it, the only thing that matters is how the other person receives it, and that's what you have to be thinking of for all these types of communication we're using, both personally and professionally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bringing it back to the those nine people you see on Zoom. Okay, not gonna lie, yes. mine. <laughs> Mine typically is going to be dressed to impress up top and then like your basketball shorts or else sweats on bottom (laughs) because I love to dress for comfort. What would you say you end up being most often of those nine people? Well, you know, I'm actually uh, the one of my worst ones, which is like the blank wall person who's not giving you any information oh, um, yeah. because I I just it, it feels like too high a bar. I write about this professionally and now people are going to think that I have this great Zoom background and I don't. Uh, and so I'm, I'm, you know, struck by the by inability to fix that for a variety of reasons. I think a lot of people prefer a white wall that doesn't say too much, but it's not that much fun for the person on the other end of the Zoom. It's the new getting dressed for work every day. So you'll be coming to Indianapolis November 1st. But before that, we have this Halloween weekend. Of course, it's Sunday. So do you have any exciting plans for your Halloween I actually have small children, so I will be celebrating this weekend here in California and then hopping on a plane to get to Indianapolis just in time. I'm so happy for it. Can I know what they're dressing up as? Uh, Well, I'm not sure if you're familiar with a TV show called The Lion Guard, but it's a um, a version of The Lion King, and we are going as a series of animals. Oh, are you dressing up too? I am. I am. Oh, no. That's so sweet. Oh, it's going to be cute, I hope. Oh, Oh, I'm very thankful (laughs) that you took your time time out of your day to spend it here, even though you do have little children that you could be spending that time with instead. So truly, thank you, McKenna. Absolutely. It was a pleasure talking to you. Happy Halloween. Again, the Indiana Conference for Women is on Tuesday, November 1st. Go to indianaconferenceforwomen.com for tickets and more information about all the keynote speakers and breakout leaders. It's a great conference. Good job, Kylan. Uh, It is 1046. You're listening to The First Day on 93 WIBC. Ten fifty one. Good morning to you. I have a Halloween joke if you'd like. Oh, please. Why did the headless horseman go to school? (laughs) He wanted to get ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty cheesy, I know. (laughs) 53 degrees and gloomy skies. Here's the first day's music report with our friend Sam Fritz. Music fans, it's time to fill up your Indiana concert calendar with events happening throughout the state this week. On Monday, get your fill of ear-shredding rock and roll as Electric Callboy and Attack Attack will be performing at Pierre's Entertainment Center in Fort Wayne at 7.30. For a more atmospheric yet equally as intense rock show, you can see The Joy Formidable at the Hi-Fi in Indianapolis at 8. Classic rock fans are going to have to make up their minds on a jam-packed Thursday as Ace Freely of Kiss will be on stage at the Eagles Theater in Wabash. Former Fleetwood Mac guitarist Lindsey Buckingham will be performing at the Brown County Music Center in Nashville at the same time. Lindsey Buckingham will be sticking around for Friday as he moves to Elkhart for a show at The Learner. Blue Gate Performing Arts Center in Shipshawana will host the touring hologram show featuring the music of Buddy Holly and Roy Orbison. Country music fans can get their dance on at 8 Second Saloon as Cooper Allen will be live at 8.45. Finally, Saturday has a little something for everyone. 
everyone as Reba McIntyre will be filling seats at Gamebridge Fieldhouse, Prague Rock Pioneers Yes will be live on stage in Nashville, and producer extraordinaire Girl Talk will be DJing a set at The Vogue. Want more music and tour updates throughout the week? Be sure to follow me on Twitter at the letters IND Music Report. You've heard me talk about what I like the past few weeks. Now it's your turn. I'm looking for some listener feedback on the new Young the Giant track, Other Side. This song is featured on their latest EP released, Act 4, Denouement. Act 4 is the final in a series of releases that combine to make up their new album, American Bollywood. In interviews, Young the Giant lead singer Samir Gadia has claimed that American Bollywood's overarching theme is finding belonging in a chaotic world. And personally, I think Other Side is one of the most blatant examples of that message in this series of releases. Lyrically, the chorus of this song gets that message across pretty clearly in my opinion. But now you no longer have to just take my word for it. Give it a listen for yourself and send in a short voice clip to indmusicreport at radio-1.com to hear yourself featured in a future listener feedback segment. Last Friday, Rihanna returned to the music scene with her first song in six years. Her new single, Lift Me Up, was written for the upcoming Marvel superhero movie, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. The song was written as a tribute to former Black Panther actor Chadwick Boseman, who passed away in 2020 at age 43 from colon cancer. The release of this song is only the next step in what appears to be Rihanna's bold return to music. Since her last release, Anti, back in 2016, the Umbrella star has created her own business empire, launching fashion, makeup, and skincare brands that have helped her achieve billionaire status. Rihanna's first live appearance in five years will be a grand display as well, since the announcement last month that she will be the headlining performer for this year's Super Bowl halftime show. While nothing has been announced yet, it has been confirmed that she will embark on a stadium tour planned for 2023. Here on First Day and on WIBC, this has been your Music Report. I'm Sam Fritz. What a beautiful song. Thank you, Sam. It is 10.55, and I just want to mention it is a Colts Blue Sunday. It's going to be an go awesome Colts. game. Kylan's going to get to go. She won some tickets. First Colts game. Tart Glenn goes into the Ring of Honor, and for those of you that uh, stop by, the 50,000 fans that will be in the door first, you'll get a Ring of Honor poster. There will also be trick-or-treat buckets for the first 10,000 kids. There will be Tarek Glenn Ring of Honor bobbleheads for club and suite members. It's going to be an awesome day. Josh Kaufman will be singing the national anthem, and we have a new quarterback that we're going to be watching, too. It's going to be a great day, 425 at Lucas Oil Stadium. Bring your rain, your rain gear because it looks like you might have a little a little uh, rain as you walk to and from Lucas Oil Stadium. We've got today's top stories for you next on 93 WIBC. Before we get to that, let's tell you about the next hour because we are going to open up phone lines for Yay. you. And we're going to take some phone calls this morning. We want to talk to you. We do. Mm-hmm. And I know that it's a Sunday. I know that you may be on your way to church or to services or you. there may be a lot. I mean, this is shopping day there's a lot going on and maybe you're headed to a fall festival of some sort but we're going to do just at the end we're going to have some fun this at this next hour uh find out about the history of the slippery noodle and uh, some other cool stuff too but uh, we're going to open up the phones we'll tell you what we want to hear from you next hour after today's top stories right here on 93 wibc now kylan should i go now that sounds like a great okay yes. now we'll take a break we'll do it. <laughs> thanks for joining <laughs> us here guys and uh we'll talk to you just after the news